guys. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And I'm Sophie Bertrand, Registered Nutritionist, and we are the authors of the Forking Wellness book and obviously the Forking Wellness Podcast. Each week we sit down and we discuss all things health and wellness from debunking diet myths to nutrition information, lifestyle factors, etc. Stick with us while we try and work out what the Fork Wellness really is. I don't even know what we do. This week's episode is sponsored by Dragonfly Tea, who are an independent family company based in Hampshire and rooted in five generations of tea craftsmanship. Dragonfly are leaders in tea innovation and all their tea bags are fully biodegradable. Dragonfly is just not about the tea in your cup. It's about how it got there and the uplifting effect it has on your day-to-day life. Dragonfly tea creates wonderful daily moments so you can press pause and have time to reflect, refresh, and move forward with new clarity and purpose. They care deeply about the purity and quality of their teas and are committed to traditional and sustainable methods of tea cultivation and processing. They actively support small-scale production and they deal directly with farmers they support and believe in organic gm-free farming dragonfly travel the globe to source their award-winning teas from black teas to everyday green and rooibos teas each one leads you on a journey of reflections discovery and taste the idea that quality food and drink takes time and care both in the growing preparation and appreciation is at the heart of everything they do their teas are absolutely delicious i highly recommend them and if you guys want to go order your own you can use code dragonfly20 at checkout to get 20 percent off in this week's christmas giveaway we have some amazing partners again we are offering a journal from habit nest a mushroom growing kit from urban Farmit, and two personalized wellness classes from conduit wellness and a petite point kit from we are knitters the institute are offering a make your own organic soap kit which sounds luxurious uh heather or is giving a macrame christmas wreath and dragonflies tea who are sponsors of this podcast are offering a selection of their rooibos teas which we can uh vouch for as they are absolutely delicious so if you would like to enter and be in for a chance of winning all those incredible prizes make sure you head over to the forking wellness instagram page good luck hi guys welcome back this week barry and i are going to be talking about positive things around Christmas we know that sometimes this period of time can be stressful so we want to bring you a super positive episode chatting about all things Christmassy and just have a little bit of a catch-up yeah we haven't done this in so long yeah and actually a few people have messaged our Forking Wellness email um just requesting a nice Christmas episode yeah which I completely understand like I feel like Christmas it's one of those times where it's so joyous because you know it only comes around once a year I mean family and friends and all this stuff but it does come with that added layer of pressure whether it be from friends or family or from yourself especially if the dealing with your relationship with food has been something that you've been struggling with this is a big test and I could understand the anxiousness in the leading up to the Christmas period for sure. And I do feel as like as well this year, because of just the year that it's been, everyone yeah. needs like they're just craving like a good Christmas. We just need something to like end this year on a high. <laughs> I know. And it's it's kind of almost like a, not a negative thing, but it puts a lot of pressure on Christmas this year because yeah. we all are looking for that thing to kind of lift up our spirits and end the year on what's been quite a tumultuous year. We all want to end it on a high. And I feel like it's we're relying so much on the Christmas season to so do true. that I, for I us. I say to my clients as well, I'm like, it's literally a day. 
Oh my god, it's literally a few it's hours. A day. <laughs> it's like so New Year. Okay. I'm like, it's another night. You know what? New Year is the most anticlimactic year, a oh, okay. night of the year. I hate New Year's Eve because yeah. nothing ever lives up to the expectations. And I always said, um, not that um, this is in the distant future at all at the moment, but I always said like I'd love to get married on New Year's Eve because it just like gives everyone a purpose to do something yeah. on Christmas Eve and then at uh, Christmas Eve on New Year's Eve. And then it's actually something that lives up to the hype. Because I've never had a good New Year's Eve, I don't think. I mean, the best ones that I've had are the ones that were kind of like, I didn't put any expectation on. Yeah. Like, literally just like, I ended up having drinks with my family and like, exactly. you know, we all got merry and started dancing. We all got merry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when you tried to go out, out. That oh, never... I gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, same. Because it just never goes well, doesn't oh, it? Oh, no. <laughs> There's all that expectation. Anyways, what are you What are you all doing for Christmas this year? So, Ash, Bear and I are going Cute. to my mum's house. Uh, we're probably going to go over on Christmas Eve and stay. So, we wake up there on Christmas Day, stay over that. Christmas night as well. And, yeah, it's going to be a smaller Christmas this year. Usually ha- we have, like, my dad's family over as well. But, obviously, because of the free family rule... Um, we have my nana coming over so that's kind of the three families um, and yeah we're just gonna have dinner and presents and I'm really looking forward to it though yeah same same I think yeah it sounds so nice and I know that your mom must do like the best Christmas lunch ever so just like her house looks insane at the moment I it's saw so cozy and Christmassy it's so nice I saw what it, was it your sister that posted something they were like crafting Oh, my, she's made, like, um, little gnomes. Yes, that was it. Yeah, and she made me some for my house as well. Bless. Uh, so <laughs> That's so cute. Um, so I don't celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Christmas with Mark's family. But yeah. um, Hanukkah is in a few days, actually. It's on the 10th. So my mom is getting her Hanukkah twigs Aww. ready. So we never had a Christmas tree. So, so funny. Brand just always buys these, like, twigs and puts them in, like, a vase. Um, like nice twigs, not yeah. Like, just like pick up on the floor. Um, <laughs> she go out for a walk, come back with some twigs. Yeah, she doesn't do that. They're store bought twigs, which in a, in itself is a, like a ridiculous concept. But yeah, purchase twigs, um, and then like hangs all these like little stars and like little like um, no, they're not ornaments. They're like these little plastic things, but makes like a little Hanukkah tree. Hanukkah That's twig. So cute. Is it my mum? Literally, cute. I actually think she did find this twig outside. She actually went on a walk looking for a twig, <laughs> and she's like hung it up above our conservatory and like decorated it and spray painted it and everything so cute your mom actually needs like a party planning decorating company like she, she, she should do something she's so creative yeah she really is um but we're going to Wales for Christmas this year as we do every year um nice. so again really really excited to one go up and visit Mark's family um see his mom and just you know have that Christmas time up there it's so nice that I just picture you all like cozy by the fire they have the nicest like what is it like a wood burning stove is that what it's called I I don't really know but it's the most that it's just the coziest fire like it just gets so hot and they have this little rug and Oscar always just lays as close as he can to it without like burning himself (laughs) loves it Um, (laughs) but yeah I'm just really excited for Christmas this year that given everything we're allowed to go up so we're being quite careful in the next few weeks um Mark took a COVID test this week and I'll take We'll take another one before we go up just to make Mm -hmm. sure that everything is fine. Um, But yeah, just being able, just knowing that we can do that, even though I can't see my family, it's just like family time in general is something that I'm craving so much. And I said that to his mom, it's like, 
this is my family time as well even though it's not with my like blood family like still family still family and I just can't wait to you know I don't think that we'll be able to see his extended family but even just like drive by and you know Mm -hmm. wait from distance it's just just craving that like family connection so I'm really excited about it yeah it's gonna be so nice yeah we're gonna go up quite early so I think we're going up maybe like the 18th or something yeah maybe a bit earlier and um, what spend like a few weeks there we spend new year there or come home we're not sure yet um we normally come home but this year is a bit different we might mm. just stay yeah Actually, not quite sure but you know when I'm up there oh I love it so much but my day-to-day routine especially with food is I remember so you saying <laughs> um like I I mean we spoke about it last week but I have a meal plan an online food order that's delivered I have you know everything is kind of planned especially because I'm working that you know when I finish work at six I don't want to have to then be like oh shit what should we have for dinner tonight Mm -hmm. like I need it to be there and you know be prepped and stuff but when we're up there I don't really do all the cooking um and the way that it happens it's it's so much more relaxed like I swear like the only thing to do when we're up in Wales is to go to the supermarket (laughs) so I feel like they do a lot of like little shops but it it's interesting because I really had to learn to like let go of my structure and kind of go with the flow and I do and I have no qualms about it I like I'm super laissez-faire when it comes to it they you know everything is kind of like laid back a bit more last minute but it definitely did take me like five six years seven years to kind of adjust to that structure so I really yeah. do understand if people are going back for the holidays and they're home like that they're no longer responsible for the cooking and the food shopping and they have to you know do with what's there it it is just something that you have to just allow yourself flexibility I know I was going to say that because the reality is it's happening so you can either just try and go with the flow and enjoy of what you can of it or spend your whole time stressing the situation is still the same Yeah, exactly. And something that I learned from that situation is just to speak up. I think in the beginning, I was so painfully, you know, polite that I didn't want to be seen as a nuisance or that Mm. I was just annoying or high maintenance. Like, that's literally the worst thing. I'm the opposite to you. (laughs) I literally am. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm going to get my own food and eat at my own time. (laughs) And I'm the exact opposite, whereas like my biggest fear is coming off as high maintenance. So I would just like, and back then I was a lot more, uh, not strict with what I ate, but now I eat a lot more than I used to. Um, and <laughs> I just remember, it's just like, I'll eat what's there. And I just like eat the most random things. Mark's like, I've never seen you eat that before. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> like Ross from Friends, I'm fine. <laughs> and now I just like learn to speak up a bit more and be like, if yeah. someone's going to the shop, can you get me X, Y, Z? Yeah. Or I need this for dinner or, you know, I think it just, it, I don't know. It's not that I wasn't confident in those situations. I was just like so conscious of being annoying. Yeah. Which yeah, is so funny because I'm the most annoying life. person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what people think of me as long as I'm getting my own way, apparently. <laughs> I mean, normally I'm like that. Maybe it's just because it's Mark's family and I wanted to make a good impression. I also just think I was like super self-conscious and being like, a high maintenance girl from Long Island and then spending Christmas in Wales which is just everything is just a bit slower pace and And they don't yeah and they just don't care as much about the things that you know I but in a good way like 
they're just so laid back and just yeah. so like family oriented. It's just the nicest thing in the world. And now I look yeah. forward to it. But b- before I went there for the first time, I was just like, they've never met a Long Island Jew before. I don't know what they're going to like. And I was just what? like, I have to be so chill. Like, <laughs> It's just so funny. But yeah, um, I feel like when I think Christmas, I don't know why I think Pringles. We always have Pringles in the house at Christmas. So random. And I would never eat a Pringle during the year because I don't actually like them. But during Christmas, like those big celebration boxes of chocolates. Oh yeah. And like it's always like the bounties and the Snickers left, and I absolutely love bounties. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, that's your serial killer treat. Obviously, like, I prefer a Maltese or a Galaxy, but, like, if the bounties are left, I'm like, send them over here. Oh, my God, you're a serial killer. <laughs> Those are the worst. <laughs> and oh I actually God, really we... like Milky Way as well, and there's always Milky Way. <laughs> oh, I like Milky Way as well. Yeah. Those are good. Okay, so now at the end of the, the month when we have all the bounties left, I'll just box just them up and send them to you. And be like, what's Barry doing with the bounties? Like, boxing them up for her weirdo friend. <laughs> You know, we all have a weird things. I bite cheese strings and you eat bounties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really feel the biting of the cheese string is weirder than liking a bounty. But I'm okay. honestly not sure. I feel like they're on par with each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. So what else? Um, what do you what do you eat that's different during kind of Christmas uh, that you don't normally have year round? I think what like I was speaking to some of my clients this week and they're, they're really nervous about Christmas Day and I always say like don't you feel that like on Christmas Day when you've got like that great big spread of food on the table and there's almost like this voice that's like eat as much as you can because you you don't always have like the variety or like access to this much food and I'm like that's such a stupid rule because one there's probably going to be leftovers the next day so anything you don't get around to yeah you can have the next day and it's like if there's something that like you didn't get to eat or like you didn't feel like you had enough of you can always cook that food again it's like you don't have to feel like you need to like have everything like overfill your plate because you know that you're going to feel uncomfortable after doing it which is totally okay I think like 90% of people do feel slightly uncomfortable after that's normal but kind of like take that pressure off yourself to because I, I I used to like find you know Christmas day quite difficult in the sense that there was just like an abundance of food and I found it really hard to regulate like okay how hungry actually am I how much food should I be eating obviously this was like years and years ago and mm-hmm. now I'm just like okay I might feel uncomfortable at the end of the day but that's okay like it's a day and yeah I, I, it's gonna be time, delicious yeah exactly but at the same time I don't have to have everything also with desserts like usually there's like at least four desserts on the table yeah and you're like which one do I choose I know that's the hardest part isn't it I oh my god do you remember last year when ba- not that when George ate your mom's um <gasps> oh my god yeah Christmas. he ate all the chocolate cupcakes that yeah. she spent like so much time on I'm sorry that just popped up into yeah my- I forgot about that that's yeah, I just remembered. Oh, wild that we like told that story last year on the I podcast. I know it's crazy. God, where I feel like this has been going for so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you guys have been around since the first time we told that story, well, thanks for sticking around. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that there is this kind of pressure to be like all this amazing food that you don't have access to all year. But I think that's such a good point that there's no rules. Like you can eat a mince pie whenever you want they might not be in the shops all year round but you can still make them yeah Um, 
I think that a lot of it is that kind of like pressure because then I feel like people build up in their head, okay, I'll just do what I want that day and then the next day I'll be good. And that's where you really fall into that all or nothing, binge Mm -hmm. restrict, black and white thinking. And I think if you just approach it in kind of a way that, you know, I'm going to enjoy the foods that I love. I'm going to eat until I'm full. And if I eat past fullness, then cool. I'm enjoying myself. And then you wake up the next day and you go right back to what you're doing. You don't need to compensate. You don't need to restrict. What we should be thinking is, okay, I'm probably not going to eat like this all year round. Like it might be, it might even be a week. I don't know how you celebrate Christmas. It might, you know, you might be eating differently for a week, but you can then say, I'm probably going to go back to eating normally, whatever normally is for you Mm. in January. Like when I get back into my routine, what people are, where people are going wrong is they're saying, oh my God, I'm going to restrict after this. Yeah. That's not going to do any good at all. You will go, you know, if it's weight gain that you're worried about, you're probably going to go back to your set point pretty quickly once you start eating normally again. I also feel like there is an inherent kind of like the way that it's structured with Christmas so close to New Year's and then people being like, oh, my January diet. I just feel like, I mean, obviously that's why, that's why January diets are thing because it's that post Christmas and they feed off of that kind of like post Christmas, post New Year's energy where you kind of haven't eaten what you've normally eaten for the past few days. And actually you don't feel, you might not feel that great because you're eating foods that you don't normally eat. And in that sense, in the principle of intuitive eating, your body would naturally start to crave those, Mm -hmm. you know, pre-Christmas kind of routines that you had and that's like the perfect opportunity for you to kind of listen to your body and see what you need and maybe it's not the six mince pies a day that you were having and while that was great and that fed your need at that moment you might get signals from your body that you don't want to continue with that but please 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 don't confuse those signals from your body with oh I need a diet or I need to restrict yeah and yeah if you just find yourself all of a sudden maybe craving a bit more balance and more vegetables because you might have had I don't know a carby a week that that's normal and that's you know your body being intuitive and you know you're not just going to want to eat vegetables you probably are just going to want to go back to whatever your version of balance is exactly and you know I think that's something that we've been trying to really practice like in our day-to-day lives is more gratitude and actually Mm -hmm. just viewing Christmas as like how forking grateful am I oh my god this is exactly what I said to my clients this week yeah to have this abundance of food to be able to have all this variety share it with the people that I love and that's amazing and I'm so fortunate and instead of viewing this as a negative and viewing this Mm -hmm. as how do I handle this be like this is how so lucky great. am I yeah yeah and I just feel like that simple shift in mindset can take so much pressure off yourself definitely I think as well just being as mindful as you possibly can and not sitting down at the table and being like straight away overwhelmed like oh my god so much food what am I gonna have like am I gonna go back for seconds just sit there and just like you said take the time to appreciate the food on the table and be like okay this all looks amazing where shall I start you know really identify what flavors are going into your mouth how the food tastes what texture it is like just be in the moment laugh with your family you know don't just stare at your plate and be overwhelmed by how much you're eating like actually be social in the moment and have a nice time I feel like it's that like weird balance between like being mindful, but then allowing yourself to also be unmindful in in different elements. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, so true. It's so it's, almost like forgetting about, you know. Yeah, you don't want to front of you, but 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want to, like, pay too much attention and don't be too mindful in the sense that, like, okay, I'm chewing really, really slowly because mm-hmm. I really need to enjoy this when actually the social situation doesn't call for that. And maybe that, like, overthinking is actually food rules being like, yeah. oh, I need to chew X amount of time. So it's like striking this balance between being mindful of your situation, mindful of the food, but then also mindful of the social aspect. It's, yeah. it's a weird thing. Just, if anyone has like a name for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have a name for that kind of phenomenon, let me know. Because it's just being present and eating. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, like people just put so much pressure on that moment. But um, also like comparison, I think can really Mm. hinder your Christmas experience because if you're looking at I don't know your friend or your mom or whoever you're spending Christmas with thinking or how much have they got on their plate or they've had a bit more should I have a bit more like I haven't Mm. eaten as much as I've eaten more than that that's so unenjoyable like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how why should it matter how much you know Sally over there is eating now (laughs) first thing that popped into my head I don't even know a Sally neither do I shout out to all the Sally's out yeah, there shout out to any Sally's listening um but yeah why, why does that have any impact on what your body is doing and how your body is digesting and metabolizing food none yeah. at all it makes no difference and to be honest they might not like Christmas food as much as you do yeah like I didn't grow up with like this kind of like Christmas dinner you know thing yeah. so to me this food isn't it doesn't hold the same weight in my heart that it might yeah. to you or to Mark or to anyone so like I'm not like emotionally attached to this food so like I'm just like oh it's like this that and the other where to someone else and they enjoy it more like it's completely normal for you to put more in your plate and eat a bit more if you've been looking forward to this experience more than the average person actually and there's nothing wrong with that like for me at Thanksgiving I remember like as a kid I didn't like turkey um I still don't and I remember that I would just eat side dishes it like still when was the last time I celebrated Thanksgiving? Maybe 2017, I think I was home for it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't actually eat any mains because I just love the side dishes so much. And I just, like, eat all the sweet mashed potatoes with the mini marshmallows and, like, a ton of veg and, like, some random sides. And if I were to compare my plate to anyone else's, I would look ridiculous. But I don't because I just eat the things that I enjoy. Exactly, yeah. And then there's always leftovers. If I didn't get to something, I could just eat it the next day. Literally, there's always leftovers. Always. The next day, it's like exciting. You're like, oh, leftovers next day. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, oh, how can I recreate the meal or make it a bit different? Um, And yeah, if you, if that's something that you're worried about, maybe just like ahead of time, be like, hey, whoever's cooking, like, can you make a bit extra of this so I have enough for leftovers? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I want to make sure that I enjoy it the next day as well or something like that um I think with a lot of this if you're having anxieties like being really vocal about what you need Mm -hmm. is so important because if you're not that anxiety is gonna like distract from your whole eating experience completely I actually said that to a client this week I was like you know before you go into Christmas dinner maybe just pull your mum aside she's really close with her mum so I was like, pull your mum aside, just voice some of the concerns or some of the concerns that you think might come up, just so you can just offload before you sit down at the table and just maybe exactly. have a nicer experience. Exactly. And I think that, you know, that's probably really important as well. If you have kind of some relatives or some family members that are prone to making comments. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's the worst. Up. I mean, that really is enough to ruin it, isn't it? When someone's like, oh, you're going back for seconds or oh, you're having two desserts like 
effing leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't know if it comes from a place of, you know, concern or sometimes it even comes from a place of jealousy. Maybe I think it's jealous. I do think it's jealousy most of the time. Yeah. So that family member might be projecting for whatever. Their concerns. Yeah. Yeah. Their I completely music. agree with that. But I think if if you can anticipate it, like if you know Aunt whoever, Aunt yeah. Sally, Aunt Sally. <laughs> is going to make a comment, then pull Aunt Sally aside or talk to someone who can relay that information if you don't feel comfortable confronting someone, which I completely understand. Um, but just, you know, read the situation and how can you mitigate any kind of barriers before you get there. And I think just having a bit of foresight and a bit being a bit proactive in that situation is just going to make your eating experience that much more enjoyable. Exactly. And I think as well, a lot of people who have maybe a disordered relationship with food or have suffered in the past, they they have like it's so like tunnel vision in their mind. And they're like, oh, my God, there is potential that like this one big meal is going to make me gain weight. It's not. It's no, impossible. No. <laughs> You're not going to gain weight from one day of eating differently. You, you just can't. You yeah. might feel different. You might feel a bit more full. Your tummy might look a little bit more bloated than normal, but yeah. that is not fat. Yeah, exactly. You might be holding a bit more water weight. Yeah. But that's not actual weight. Yeah. Does that make sense? And then you'll go to the toilet the next day and you'll feel the same that exactly. you did the day before. Yeah, literally. And you and then you can just be done with that day. You don't need to like punish yourself. Yeah. You know, the week after or the day after or whatever it is. Exactly. I think I think like we said, maybe starting the day if you are feeling a bit anxious about this, starting the day with some gratitudes to get you mm -hmm. in a positive mindset um, should be a good start. Um, reading the situation, you know, proactively trying to address something with a family member. Um, what else did we say? I think if you go into it thinking, okay, this is really overwhelming. What am I going to have? What am I going to eat? You're not going to have a good experience because totally. you're setting yourself up for this like stressful situation. If you sit down at the table and you're like, this is so exciting. All my favorite foods are on the table. What am I going to have? You're way more likely to have a nice, positive eating experience. So maybe just agree. like try and flip your mindset from the get go. I know that's easier said than done. But you can't think two things at once. So if you literally force yourself to be more That's positive. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. I never thought about that. Yeah, you really can't. And maybe it's like a fake it until you make it kind of thing. Yeah, why not? <laughs> You've got <laughs> nothing like, to lose, right? If you're good, you know, if you're if you're anticipating it's gonna be miserable anyway, surely it's just worth trying anything to make yeah. that experience more positive. And you can kind of visualize the um, mindset that you want to have. So like, I want to go into this day feeling X, Y, Z and not mm -hmm. care about X, Y, Z. And then just try and actually like put yourself in those shoes and do it. I love that idea. Yeah. Even like writing it down first thing in the morning, like almost like predicting your day. Yeah. Or like, this is who I want to be today. Yeah. And maybe it's not you. Maybe you're Sally. But yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're Sally who has a great time and has food freedom. And <laughs> She sounds like a ball. She's a hoot. <laughs> She's a hoot. <laughs> I love Sally. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think that there is, and I think another element of this is actually that like the day is really less structured. So like, I don't know about you, but like on a Christmas morning, we have like mimosas. So what do you call it? Like Buck's really? Fist. Yeah. Yeah. That's and so I cool. always. Yeah, first thing in the morning. It's my favorite. And I always am so tipsy opening presents. Like, it's so fun. Um, I, I like even skip my coffee and go straight for the... Oh, my um, God. I know. I know. I has got a bit of Sally in her. <laughs> it's the best part of the day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so when we wake up, the first thing we do is open presents, um, which 
of course, like we're so like thankful that we were able to do that, um, which is so nice. And that's kind of the tradition that Mark's family has. And then we kind of have like a light breakfast after that. And then we have like our Christmas dinner at like 2.33. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's the time we eat. Yeah. And I think that also like having that shift in meal times, because normally by then I would have had eaten like a full breakfast and a full lunch. But with this like different shift, then I think a lot of people can also stress about like, when do I eat breakfast and how much should I eat because mm-hmm. we're do I eat dinner and you know I think that that can be really stressful for many as well yeah I think mate as well like you can talk to who, you know whoever's cooking that day about like just so you can have in your head maybe rough times that you'll be eating because like, I know I normally just have a normal breakfast on Christmas day mum will normally start to do snacks kind of early afternoon we'll have our big meal at around three and then we always do cheese in the evening which Don't I absolutely love <laughs> cheese like, and crackers like, yeah literally it's like, so exciting um but yeah so just so you have like a rough if it's like less stressful for you to know maybe roughly when you're eating and what you're eating you know what types of meals they're going to be yeah then that might help as well yeah and even if you want to prioritize your breakfast that morning like be like I'm gonna make sure that I'm eating like a super well balanced breakfast there's actually nothing wrong with that completely um, so if you want to just spend a bit more time doing something that's going to make you feel better, then that's absolutely okay. I mean, if I'm super honest, the rest of my family are like super chill, but I I'm usually up first and I'll just be having my breakfast as I do normally because yeah. I don't want to get up and roam around and be like, oh, when am I going to have breakfast? I just rather get up, have it. And then, do your thing. yeah, exactly. And then I'll start grazing when I feel hungry again. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, do your thing. Don't be like me and be like, mm, no, I'm fine. <laughs> like, and I'm not fine. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> I'm too bloody polite to say anything. on rabbit food. <laughs> um, so, yeah, be, just like do you have to put yourself first. Like you, you do. really do have to be selfish. Not, it's not even selfish. It's just like putting yourself it's first and prioritizing. Because then like you're going to be in a bad mood if you don't do that. And then other people are going to be like. Why is Sally in a bad mood? <laughs> Why is Sal- Sally's normally on the up and now she's bringing all of us down. Exactly. <laughs> Someone give Sally a drink. <laughs> Get her a mimosa. <laughs> God, if anyone has any family members named Sally, like, let us know what they're like. Oh my god, I'm actually tearing up. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, starting your day with like a balanced meal that like prioritize that if that's going to make you feel better yeah Yeah. it's going to set you up for you know a more positive day then completely you should do that agreed um what else I'm trying to think about trying to put myself in the shoes or maybe are there any other things that your clients have been worried about that we haven't touched on I don't think so I mean if there is anything that you know we haven't touched on for any listeners out there that you are concerned about definitely send us any questions or concerns in you know we can always touch on it again closer to Christmas I know we're a few weeks away still but yeah yeah exactly um yeah so write in if you guys think we missed anything um I don't think we did I feel like we covered a lot but then I always have this because we don't prepare that I'm like oh crap we should have mentioned this yeah Uh, Uh, but we can always maybe post something helpful on the Instagram page if we did forget anything Totally. Um, okay, cool. And by the time this comes out, I will um, say happy Hanukkah to anyone celebrating. Um, and yeah.
I'm excited for the lead up to Christmas. Same. And if anyone is worried that they're at risk of going on a diet in January, pre-order the Forking Wellness book. That's oh, right yes. <laughs> yes. Pre-order the Forking Wellness book. If you're in America, I know people have started to order it. Actually, there was a notification on Amazon that stock is low, which like makes me feel so happy that people are like it's selling out. Um, but yeah, so make sure you get that. There's some amazing things that you can make. Um, I'm thinking of one dessert. I don't know if you're thinking of the same one. I mean, there's so many delicious ones. Will it be the... It'll be the chocolate bar. Okay, I was, it was either that or the cookies. Okay, but both will make, like, perfect... If you're looking to impress, let's say like this, if you're spending Christmas with maybe your significant other's family for the first time, you need to impress them. And a really easy way to do that is to make one of our dessert recipes from the Fortune Wellness book. So. Oh, my God. They're just insane. They really are. Crack. Actually crack. They're so good. Um, but yeah, no, um, a few people have like started to screenshot some of the recipes that they're making. I saw someone make the halloumi fries. Um, sneak peek. Some of the recipes in there. Um, but really exciting. And then if you're still in the UK, please, please pre-order um, for January. It could be a belated Christmas present to a family or a friend um, or even just a present for someone that you think will enjoy it. For sure. All right. We will see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe. And share with your friends and family or anyone that you think this episode might be helpful to. It really does help us get seen in the charts. Please go follow us on Instagram at Forking Wellness and pre-order our book either on Amazon.co.uk or BarnesandNobles.com.